0: What is up? It's fat, bearded, and beautiful. Let's go. Let's get it. How are you doing, Sauce? You know, I'm doing all right. I'm just chilling,
1: hanging out, ready to do this podcast with these wonderful, big, bearded, beautiful men. We got myself, Sauce McSwassey. We got Mr. Sacred Vision. And we got our special guest today. Who's our special guest?
0: Just Bearded Wonder. Don't forget the just
1: yeah it's just just bearded
0: wonder wonder. just bearded wonder (laughs) what is up just bearded wonder how are you today pretty good tired (laughs) tired what you did (laughs) today (laughs) Worked. what's work right um sauce if you don't mind i do want to touch home a little bit um about your personal trauma that happened today if you could tell us what what happened
1: uh yeah so uh I had a uh, family member of mine um, lose a battle with um, some inner demons. Um, They ended up taking their own life. Um, So I just want to make sure that everyone knows that we are here for you if you ever need anything. And I encourage everyone to reach out to anybody that they think might need help or that they love and care for because even people you don't think need help
0: need help. Absolutely. So in, in to help fight with that young man was going through, we are going to be hosting a special mental health awareness and suicide prevention episode this Wednesday. Correct sauce.
1: That is correct. This Wednesday we'll be hosting a special episode of FBB so I uh, hope you guys can make it for that.
0: Yeah, so all of the Vision Legion, please make sure that you guys keep Sauce and his family in your thoughts, prayers, good karma, whatever you may believe. We got this special, special guest, Just Bearded Wonder. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh,
2: I mean, what do you want to know? <laughs> well, introduce yourself to the audience, man. Oh, uh. Most of
3: y'all know me as Bearded Wonder, um, but I mean, I'm from the South. I mean, I play video games and um, I work full time still, but I mean, I'm hoping to uh, eventually do what these guys do and uh,
0: play full time, but yeah. Well, to be fair, no one can do what the the famous sauce saucy does. Fair enough. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm
1: kidding. Anybody can do it. Um, but there is something a little special about uh just bearded wonder over here that he didn't even mention, you guys. This guy yeah, is, is cracked at COD. Like this man makes some money off of COD tournaments.
0: Yeah. So you're a tournament player, bearded wonder. You didn't even mention that. You're you're yeah. you're, you're 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 the guy. You know how the, everybody always says. You, you're not that guy pal well just bearded wonder is that guy pal yeah at least i will tried to (laughs) be so speaking of on that the current state of war zone what is the current state of war zone garbage (laughs) ouch
2: (laughs) i deleted it that's really my game
1: (laughs) I do not have it anymore. It's gone. Hashtag #Warzone strike. I play Fortnite now <laughs> because Warzone is so bad. I have gone over to Fortnite. You understand that? Fortnite.
0: Bearded. Everybody in my chat is saying you need to give lessons, bro. So hey, maybe that's another uh, income that you can you can help with.
3: Maybe.
0: Give charge people like ten bucks for like two hours of training them and coaching them in Warzone.
3: Yeah. I mean, I honestly taught myself. I mean, I sat there and played against bots and multiplayer and called it a day, and that's how I got better. I mean, with
2: well, that and watching a lot of YouTube.
1: <laughs> YouTube is where you go to learn anything you're trying to do normally, so
0: it's a good, that inc- a good academy. That includes
1: life and video games. <laughs> it's true.
0: Very true. <laughs> they're saying they're saying 10 bucks for 20 dubs. It's a little. You might be able to make me, a job you
1: know? out of this. You're gonna be
0: a coach. to Be great. Shit, I'll pay for those lessons. I suck, <laughs> and I'm a bot. I don't care what my rebirth KD says, bearded. Don't you even mention that. Shut up. But back to what we we're talking about: the current state of Warzone and Sauce. You do these amazing topic timelines for us, and you, dude, you're a fucking goat. Like y'all don't understand the amount of work Sauce puts behind these 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 podcasts. But he's a legend. Um and he brought up something a very important question about the current state of Warzone and that is does Activision act Let's Try that again. Does Activision even care about their game right now?
3: I mean in my opinion honestly they never have in any game that they've ever made. <laughs> I mean that's just my honest opinion. Every dev over there in any of their platforms Treyarch, all of them They don't really care. I mean.
1: I'm in agreement. I think that because the Call of Duty brand is so strong, they could put out a piece of trash, which they do regularly. And people will still buy it and still play it and complain about playing it while playing it.
3: And still buy skins, still buy guns, still buy all kinds of shit hey
0: screw oh. you guys because i'm one of those people i bench about god <laughs> every day during stream and yet i still boot up stream to play rebirth why because my audience loves it they laugh at me because i rage like no other and uh, dude like yeah the game does you know it it has fallen a long terrible fall but I can't be too salty about it because that's where I've I found my community. That's where I built my stream. That's where I have built my community around that stupid, sorry game. Activision, get your shit together.
1: It's one of my favorite games that I don't play anymore. It is literally unplayable on console. You can't freaking play it. Every single time you go in there, the map doesn't load. You get a dev error or your guns don't load in for the entire game. So you can't even see what you're shooting or look down sight. So there's no point in even loading up. That's why I deleted it. I went to a game called Fortnite, which actually cares about their people and tries to make money and keeps on top of things.
0: Mm. More so. so what game do you think is benefiting the most right now, Bearded? because of? The current state of Warzone.
3: I don't think the game I know is benefiting the most right now from Warzone is Apex, quite honestly. Because every
0: competitive player is going to Apex. I would say Apex or Fortnite, to be honest.
1: I think both of them are. I think Apex is getting all the competitive players and all your casual gamers are going to Fortnite. Especially because Fortnite's talking about releasing in a no-build mode.
0: Oh, I would love a no build mode.
1: And as uh, a new here said, that guy knew, uh, he said Super People, which is also another very popular game that has come out here recently. Which, I have you know, looked at it. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool game. It's a PUBG clone with superpowers and upgrades akin to like an Apex. Speaking of PUBG, it did go live to go
3: be free today. On Steam, on console, everything.
1: I'm interested to see how PUBG ends up doing as a free game. And I'm hoping that they'll fix and make it cross-platform eventually as well. That's really what I care about. If they do that, it has potential for
0: sure. So PUBG is currently not cross-platform?
1: PUBG is cross-platform console to console, but not with PC. PC has their own
0: little pool i didn't know that so yeah essentially if PUBG can do that and the thing about apex with me is because you guys know i was on i was on console before and when i switched over to pc i couldn't take all that hard work from console on apex over to pc and so that's why i have honestly not played a single match on apex and i refuse until they allow me to get the stuff that I paid money for and the stuff that I earned to come over to PC, I'm not going to download it.
1: I mean, that's fair. You paid for it. It should, be a, it should just be transferable. There's no reason you couldn't transfer something from one to the other. I'm not. I, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that if I entered my Epic on console and on PC, it would be the same account. So I would have the same things whenever I play on PC versus whenever I play on console. And that's Fortnite is epic.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's the way it should be. No matter what platform you're on, you are on, all of your hard work and even the, your hard earned money, man, like whatever you spend your money on, that should still be available to you, you know, linked by your account.
1: So uh, there is a question from chat that was raised. This has nothing to do with anything we're talking about, but someone redeemed podcast question and they asked, what's your opinion on butts?
0: Well, sacred is a butt man. So I just want to say because she is literally sitting arms reach away. Cracking got a nice booty.
1: Booties is nice. Booties is nice.
0: Yeah. I promise Kraken don't have a flat ass. I mean, baby, you got a nice booty. <laughs>
1: Wonder mama said find a nice thick juicy one and hold on to it.
0: So FBB loves the booty. I mean we to be fair, Sacred's chat eats the booty like groceries.
1: That is uh, that is a fair fair assessment.
0: What about this Ricochet anti cheating war Warzone? Does it do you guys honestly think it works? Uh to to an extent,
2: yes.
3: I don't play Um, the game. I don't know. Like I said, to an extent, yes. There's going to be cheaters. There's cheaters in Fortnite. There's cheaters in Apex. People just don't see them because they're not a high enough rank to usually get to that because of the skill-based matchmaking in those games. Uh, But the only reason why you see them so frequent in COD is because the COD community is so much larger than both of those communities. And everybody
1: plays Call of Duty. So, I mean... I don't know if everyone plays Call of Duty or if you... Because you're in that community, see it as a bigger community. Because Apex, Warzone, and Fortnite have similar player bases, to be fair.
3: Because a lot of the competitive players have came from those smaller games to Warzone.
0: True. True personally i think it is helping i don't think it's helping enough though um sauce i know and bearded you should know this by now you've you've been in my community long enough i'm a huge doctor disrespect fan and i i do watch his youtube videos i don't watch him live i just cuz i just you know i have my own stream stuff but he ran across someone yesterday like was blatantly cheating and hacking blatantly and why weren't they immediately banned? You know, the guy looked him up. The guy's been active for quite a while. Why wasn't he immediately banned if Ricochet is the next great thing?
3: I would say, like, I don't think they necessarily have the power right now to immediately ban people. Otherwise, they wouldn't have installed, like, a software to detect it. Because the software gives it roughly 10 games, is what I've heard through the grapevine. Yeah, and that guy uh, new. Go ahead, sorry. I was just saying, roughly ten games is what they give them to figure out if they're actually cheating or if they're just on a new account. Because you have, you do have to differentiate sometimes.
0: Like jealous of me eighty seven just said in my chat, you have that one streamer on Facebook called I am hacking and streams that he is hacking and he's never been banned.
3: Yeah, we're not gonna talk about Facebook right now.
0: I mean, that it's on Facebook. It's COD. Uh, it's COD. It's Call of Duty. It's Activision. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Anu said the anti cheat will take a while to be effective as learning the play behavior and doesn't immediately ban people yet. So apparently, it is a system that is learning what player habits are and is going to find things that are out of the norm. I will tell you, I'll, I know a lot of like higher level
3: competitive players than me. And. I have a friend actually who plays in the eu and he's been shadow banned four times since the vanguard integration so he hasn't even been able to play a single tournament yet because of being shadow banned for two weeks at a time and it's just been ridiculous because he's simply a better player because he has a 4.5 kd
0: well let me ask this speaking on the the cheating and the hacking So, as a streamer, if you were banned from, like, let's say, COD or PUBG or any of those games like that for cheating, should your stream be banned as well? Yes. Bearded says yes. Sauce, how do you feel about that? What do you mean? Like, how so? Should your Twitch be banned? If you were caught cheating on a game on Twitch, If Sacred Vision was caught cheating, should Sacred Vision's channel be banned?
1: I mean, you're not doing anything against uh, Twitch's terms of service, which is the only thing that Twitch cares about is TOS. So technically,
0: no. (laughs) I mean, to be known as someone that grew his community by being a hacker or a cheat, like...
1: Well, obviously, if there's somebody that's on Facebook saying, I'm hacking he's throwing a community saying he's hacking and hacking.
0: What about strike packs and the, uh, the Cronus? Do you guys think that's considered cheating?
2: See, This is a whole nother ball game now.
0: Cause
3: to an extent, I would say yes. But at the same time, I've used both of them and for experimental purposes, people chill out. You, it heard makes sense. It. you heard, it, makes it. Sense you heard it here
0: first, just Bearded Wonder admits to being a cheater. This is how <laughs> I get shot in the head all the time. It <laughs> makes sense. I play with this guy pretty much daily. He di- And that's the thing people don't understand. People with high KDs do die a lot. They don't just run around and merc everybody. You know how many times I've had to bring Bearded Wonder back to life? A few. That's they see. run
1: around getting kills. <laughs> they push at everything. But back on that, I mean, like
3: I said, to an extent, yes. I mean, because of the no recoil and things like that. Cronus um, gives you a little bit more aim assist, but it's to the point sometimes where it's too strong to even help you. It hurts you more than it helps you, in my opinion. And then the strike pack is just, it's cheap. It's garbage.
1: It doesn't work. All right. Let me ask. Same question that you just had, right? Let's, let's put it into uh, baseball. If someone gets a home run title, and they test positive for steroid use. Were they cheating?
0: Yes and no. But let me elaborate because you're talking to a freaking baseball guy. Baseball is a sport that takes raw talent to play. No matter how you look at it, it takes raw talent and skill to play baseball. The cheating part comes in where you're taking performance-enhancing drugs to – enhance your god-given natural talent bigger muscles faster swing bigger you know faster speeds down first base whatever you are cheating barry bonds greatest player of all time argue with me all you want i can't stand the dude he is disrespected the game of baseball greatest player of all time talent wise dude has holds so many records should he be allowed in the hall of fame no If they can't let Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame, Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Roger Clemens, um, Jose Canseco, all those guys should not be allowed in the Hall of Fame. A-Rod included.
1: Yep. I completely agree with that. And just look at the difference that it changes.
0: We might not have a lot of baseball
1: fans in here, but let's talk about Ryan Braun real fast. This guy went from hitting so many home runs, being in home run race every single season, to not being able to hit the ball to the outfield very often. Steroid, like ridiculous. He
0: he, I remember Ryan Braun. Yes, told you, huge baseball fan. Ryan Braun, he, uh, he, he had a ton of defensive talent. His bat was not very uh, poppy, as they call it. He was not a home run hitter. And all of a sudden, dude's jacking 40, 50 home runs every season. Cheater.
1: I uh, would think that that would be the same thing for like strike packs and everything else. Anything that gives you an unfair advantage that you are not normally having, that is cheating. And that is also said by Mister Anu here in chat. Anything that gives you an unfair advantage is cheating.
0: Solid point. Sager Vision will. I, I back that up. I firmly agree with that. Anything that is an unfair advantage, mouse and keyboard players are cheating.
1: No, we just choose to be on on controller.
0: Y'all, you get to flick with your whole arm. I got to use my little thumb. Bloop, 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 It's not fair. Yeah, but you have aim assist. assist. Oh, my God. Aim assist sucks. We're not going there.
1: Wonder Mama <laughs> said hush up sacred.
0: What about the double barrel shotgun uh, meta right now in Warzone?
3: Uh, it's, in my opinion, it's not even meta. I mean, it's... Honestly, they're pretty trash. But it's
1: a one shot down to the body.
3: Yeah. But y'all
1: also are sacred. Watched me the other day outgun a guy with double barrels
3: to win the game. I'm
1: not saying you can't outgun somebody. If you stay outside of their double barrel range, you're fine. But if you're playing games like Rebirth and you're inside of like, let's say you're inside prison and you're come around a corner and somebody's there with a double barrel shotgun, they get you one time, you're gone.
3: True. I mean, it's annoying, but to an extent, I don't think it's like a part of the meta right now. Um, I just, I don't like it had potential to be, but it didn't have the range to quite get out there. And then having only four shots, basically.
0: So how do you feel about every gun being balanced the exact same? Every gun having the same damage. Just, just damage, but they're having different control aspects, different, you know, um, firing speeds, but having every single gun, the same damage parameters, what do you guys feel about that?
3: So that would be cool and all, but if you think about it, the differences in fire rates, you're going to have a different TTK for each weapon. You're going to have, I mean, countless different things. The recoil patterns are going to be different. It'll depend on what's the meta, what's not the meta. I mean, there's always going to be a meta in a battle royale. There always will be, always has been, always has been, always will be.
1: There's always been a meta in Warzone. Because Warzone has loadouts. All the other ones don't have loadouts. You have to find something on the ground and use it. And it might be a better gun, but it's not because it's a metal loadout that you grind right. and have. Correct. So that's luck of the draw whenever you start doing it in regular Battle Royale games, Correct. which kind of makes it a little more fair. Now, every gun having the same.
0: So hold on. You, you mentioned loadouts. So should Call of Duty and Warzone, just for, let's say, the the BR aspect, should they take out loadouts?
1: They won't because that's what makes them different. Like, that's the big draw for people that don't actually enjoy BRs as much and want a little more control, is they can have their loadout, and they know they can get it if they get enough money. Whereas games like PUBG, Fortnite, and Apex, you have to find what's on the ground and make it work. Which is a totally different gameplay, because you're not looking for money to go get a loadout real fast. You're just looking for guns on the ground and hoping you find something that's good.
0: Okay, what about... Putting in where you find the gun, but you you also, while you're looting, you can find attachments to put on said gun. So essentially, while you're in the game and, you know, in the fight, you can build your loadout piece by piece. Would that seem fair?
1: That's what every other one does. Like, that's every other BR. That's what Blackout used to do whenever they were doing Blackout, whenever they first came out with a BR for Warzone. But uh, then they added in the loadouts because they wanted to be different. And apparently uh, that guy knew said super people actually has a personal care package, which is basically a loadout as well. So they've also adopted the loadout idea.
0: They're in chat arguing over that, that question right there. Some are saying like apex and then some are saying no, because it would be like PUBG. but is PUBG's battle Royale mode to this day? And I will defend this is better than cod's battle Royale hands down just i don't like pubg because of the the very very slow movement that is the only reason i don't like pubg that's why i don't I like fortnite that. it's too cartoony for me but take fortnite and pubg's aspect minus the fucking building and let's fix call of duty because cod has a great platform cod has the community let's fix it
1: pubg definitely to me is it was the best br because it like it came out it was the one that kind of people had the standard of super popular right and if pubg had the movement and everything that warzone has hands down it would be the best br to me without a problem cuz that's the problem with pubg is that it has this like really non athletic play about it you know
0: um now, do you consider the p c s with the keyboard macros cheating bearded? I know you you can play both. you play on keyboard and mouse as well. Do you consider the macros to be cheating? macros are cheating yes because
3: it enhances your gameplay.
0: And but it I could
3: enhances gameplay. I could also go to the extent because like a lot of people don't know, but you can overclock your controller on p c and a lot of people don't realize that because on console you just have your standard input delay whatever pc you can sit there and overclock it to have the same response time as your mouse and keyboard all
0: right well jealous jealous of me 87 brought this up and ak hawk said to tell you thank you bearded for saying that um what about elite and scuff controllers with the digital tap triggers and bumpers is that cheating
1: i don't consider that a cheat that is more so that's putting you on the same level as somebody that plays mouse and key. That's all that it is. Just, so I feel
3: like it's it, buying better equipment. It technically like, okay. So it could enhance your gameplay. Yes. However, it like it honestly it makes you a little bit better if you know what you're doing. But for a standard person, a standard casual player going and getting and Elite Controller or Scuff Controller versus a regular Xbox or PS4 or PS5, whatever controller. I mean, it's honestly not that much different to them. That's very true. That's very
0: true. Now moving on, this is specifically just for you, bearded, because um, yes, Sacred has competed in tournaments the last couple of weeks, and I'm still a fucking bot. But in your honest opinion, what is it like to compete in COD tournaments as a job? Like how would you get started what's your experience been how has it helped you grow grow as a player uh i mean the how to get started part honestly like
3: i i came from console about a year ago um i had a 1kd i played in one tournament on console and my buddy had just moved to pc um we actually ended up winning that tournament like it was our first time ever playing one I think it was like a little ten dollar entry, but we won like a hundred bucks. We thought we were the hottest shit on the planet. Um so fast forward, I think six months later, I ended up getting a PC and my KD went up to a two KD, and I've held that for the last year. Cause for some reason I can't get better. Um but the last probably Probably six months, about six months ago, I started looking around for kind of a tournament team and um, looked all over Twitter, TikTok, everything. Um, I had joined two or three that were, oh, yeah, we're an esports team, da 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 da, um, and had nothing to offer. Um, but I found my team currently, which is Eternal Empire, and they have been like amazing. I mean, they have. If you find an actual team that actually cares, with owners that care, um, you will be taken care of. Um, I mean, in any aspect. But I mean, now jump into the tournament play as a job. Um, it's wishy-washy. I will tell you that for a hundred percent fact.
0: I do have a question specifically for you, what you just mentioned. You mentioned you're on uh, Eternal Empire. Shout out to those guys as well. Um, is it better to start a tournament team or keep the same team that you've been playing with for a while and just go into tournaments like that?
3: So, if you have a team that you have good chemistry with, um, like, yeah, play with those guys. Do what you got to do. Um, however... I noticed once I left my pretty much long-time COD partner, um, I actually got probably three to four times better. Um, you do have to realize sometimes that the guys you are playing with regularly, or girls, because I know girls play, um, but the guys you're normally playing with can cripple you. Because you're sitting there playing to their play style, you want to say they're better than you you want to learn from them but they're over here running off doing their own thing yes i know i do that um i will say
0: this this. so since i've started playing with just bearded wonder i've gotten a thousand percent better and bearded can tell you i have and that's because i'm over here watching bearded drop 15 and 20 kills and i'm dropping five and six and i'm like this motherfucker's not gonna carry sacred i don't like being carried don't pick me up so i'm over there trying to compete with him no i'm not getting 20 kills but what i'm dropping now easily and so yes the people that you play with change it up a little bit because you can learn something from everybody even the weakest player in the game you can learn something from them i mean on that aspect too is like i've been
3: watching a lot of the new tournaments that have been going on that are like 30 40 50,000 tournaments and that's like those pros are playing with different teams each, each time like they're not playing with the same two three guys every time it's getting to the point where everybody's starting to mix it up granted those few people will play with each other that have that chemistry and that have just been playing together since cod started
2: but i mean other than that um,
0: sometimes sometimes <laughs> sometimes you have to give your new guy a chance cuz sometimes they got to learn so question to you wonder how long would you give someone um to learn your play style before you just to give up on them.
3: I don't think I would necessarily just give up on anyone. Um, I mean, it's going to take some somebody that doesn't know. Like, so I'll use me as an example. My movement, my aim, and everything like that. There's not a lot of people that can keep up with that on controller, at least. But I mean there's people that can sit there and watch and watch and watch. Like that's what I do to get better. As I sit here all day while I'm working, I have a stream pulled up, whether it's sauces or sacred, or if it's somebody playing in a tournament, then I'm sitting there watching them while I work and seeing what I can do better. But it's not to the extent of I'm going to give up on somebody because they don't know how to learn. Is basically what I'm trying to say. Um, it's it's
0: definitely a learning curve. What is skill gap. What have you learned from Sacred Vision? Please tell me that. How not to play? <laughs> I agree with that statement.
1: <laughs> yeah, what he pretty much said was, I either watch Sauce or Sacred or somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing. <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, anybody who wants to learn, everybody in the community knows I'm more than willing to help out or do whatever. I sat down with on stream with agent text the other night and sat there and we played in vanguard just so he could get better
0: i mean i'm more than willing to sit there and do that there's not very many tournament players out there that are actually willing to do that i will i will say that like sauce um actually helped me play Fortnite. he taught me the ropes and we got i think 10 dubs in one day because sauce took the time to explain a game that i had never played before And that's what we need more of in the gaming community. You have a lot of people that are, um, screw it, this is FBB, that are dicks. Like, learn on your own. You know, I had to learn on my own, which I mean, I I get where they're coming from. Essentially, you have to develop your own style because not everyone's play style is exactly the same. But there are tips and tricks that you can give out there that you can give to people out there that will help their gameplay.
3: Yeah, a lot of stuff that I've learned from is like just watching YouTube, like I said earlier. I mean, like the just watching simple movement videos. If you go watch guys like Joe Woe, he sits there, he breaks down his movement in a YouTube video or something like that. Um, You can't just watch one person on a game and think you're going to get better watching that one person. You have to watch multiple different people of different calipers to, like, kind of throw all that in one to be that good player. Yeah, Joe has some crazy-ass movement. I've been killed by him quite a few times, and I've killed him quite a few times.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Joe's movement, um, I don't want to say is the best, but it's Joe's movement, man. Him and Aiden, the the way that they attack teams solo is... Dude, it's a game, and I'm like, these motherfuckers out here playing checkers while everybody else is playing spades.
3: Pretty much. I'm sitting
2: here playing (laughs) dominoes. They're
0: they're (laughs) in a
1: league of their own, for sure. They are they're out there.
0: So um you just hit a milestone recently, bearded. Um, what milestone was that? Because I know you, you used to stream on Facebook for a while, right? What happened? Yeah. Um, so I did
3: actually end up hitting affiliate here recently. Uh, Thanks to both of these guys and the communities. Um, But I was on Facebook. I was sitting at like 200 followers. Like I was progressing quickly. And um, I woke up one morning and my stars were gone, which is equivalent to uh, Twitch's bits. And I was like, well, what the heck? And so I emailed them, messaged them a few times um never responded and i just kept streaming kept streaming kept streaming i was like maybe they'll come back and uh sure enough i was like they're not back by now a month later i'm done and i kind of just said i'll go back to my old twitch account and just
0: start over again so the next question i will for everybody sauce i'll go with you you big sexy son of a bitch you what goals are you reaching for personally on and off-stream? What's and what steps are you going to take in order to get there?
1: Well, uh, first we'll start with off-stream. Uh, myself and uh Miss Mama Saucy over here. Uh we are currently trying to get a little healthier and uh do a little better in life. So we eat a little bit better. And uh, you know, she feeding me dinners and I like those. <laughs> uh but we're doing good uh with that working a little bit trying to be a little nicer um but stream goals i got a lot of goals man i got a lot of goals first and foremost i want a check mark next to my name by my 31st birthday which is november 28th that is the goal we want that here also working on youtube and working on the TikTok working on X-Band and Hover, a little bit of everything. You know, I'm, I'm everywhere doing all the things. I got a lot of goals, man, a lot of goals and a lot of motivation. And we're going to do that by growing this community and being awesome and having a good time.
0: Same question to you, Bearded. What are what are your goals on and off stream? Uh, off stream, um, I actually I coach a
3: travel baseball team. And so a goal for me off stream is just to get healthier, to be role model to those guys um, and actually go somewhere and win something this summer and uh, before these kids graduate. And, uh, but on stream um, I'd like to hit 500 followers this year. Quite honestly. Um,
0: Dude, you're going to hit that uh, like next month.
2: Yeah.
3: Hey, it's a goal. That's the one I want to hit. I'll set another goal once I reach that one.
0: My goals, um, off stream are to lose weight, hands down, off stream. Um, get I wanna get two thousand followers on TikTok. We're at almost seven hundred now. And on stream, I want I want fifteen hundred followers by the end of this year, and I want to average, you know, fifty to seventy-five viewers, and I want my community to grow. Another goal that I have for myself is be more interactive in the community members chat in their stream. let them know you know that sacred is there for you. um I had a huge ego boost the other day um uh I mean I'm gonna shout him out. I look up to him tremendously when it comes to his hype and his love for his community, and that's Parrot King. Parrot King came to my stream and was chatting it up with me and my community, and I was so fucking nervous like i think that same night we got a 41 person raid from saint breezes and i wasn't like i just handled that like it was nothing at least in my opinion but having one person that i look up to in there watching what i do when i look up to what they do it was it was huge man like it really was it was huge looking back on 2021 sauce what did you take away from what did you take away from 2021 the most
1: ah uh, that we I think what I took away most from 2021 is really just, I guess in streaming, the fact that everyone starts at one spot and it, everyone thinks a certain way about streaming. Even whenever I first started, I used to think people that average 20 to 30 people were like, you know, freaking rock stars. And I think that's just a really cool, thing to like look back on and be like, well, in that year I became one of those people that averages like 20 people and I'm like that that's that's really interesting <laughs> cuz now I'm just like that's just some dude <laughs> who's really lucky to have a really cool community. So, that's kind of what I what I took from it. How about well, you?
0: One thing that I've I've honestly grown and took the most from 2021 is realness. And I'll explain realness. There are people that you're going to meet as a streamer, as a small streamer, as a medium sized streamer, as a big streamer that come into your life that you feel are there to help you. False. 100% false. They're there to use you. You're going to get used for your talents. You're going to get used for your abilities. You're going to get used for your advice. You're going to get used for your community. Don't let it discourage you. November and December were terrible stream months for me, and everyone in my community knew it. My stream suffered tremendously because I was letting one or two people dictate my stream and how I felt, my emotions, my feelings. And it almost came to a screeching halt at the end of 2021. So, December 31st, 2021, I had made it up in my mind a month and a half ago that it was going to be my very last stream. Here we are, 10 days into 2022, and I'm not fucking going nowhere. But, We're going to keep growing and we're going to keep helping each other reach their goals. That is the thing I took most from 2021. No matter what people's intentions are, do not stop being genuine. If they need help and you are able to help them help them. It looks better on you in the end. Bearded. I do have a question for you. What motivated you to start streaming? I mean, honestly, like just to be real with you one day it
3: was just kind of like well I'll just say it um pretty much i was homeless uh for the most part um so i ended up moving out here to alabama and moved in with my grandparents or my grandma and uh i was staying in her little extra little office room that she had and uh i just i was like hey i'll try this one day um so I started streaming MLB the Show for my PS4 and SnowRunner and uh just I never I think I had one or two viewers every once in a while. Um and then I kind of gave up on it and I was going to go back to pursuing playing football, going to college, um and I got an opportunity to move a little bit more north and just because there was more job opportunities up this way. And Fast forward, three weeks later, Catherine over here, Miss Bearded, uh, sends me a text and asks me how I'm doing. And we've been together ever since. Um, She's encouraged me to kind of get back into streaming, doing what I love. Um, So that's kind of been my motivation. Um, She's helped me out a lot. She's like, if you want to do it, go for it. Um, And she doesn't understand it, necessarily. But she knows it's something that I love doing, and I mean I've met some amazing people, including you guys, through it. Um, I mean, Sacred, we talk pretty
0: much like every day.
3: <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's pretty much
0: my motivation. We do have a, a question coming in for all three of us, but I will elaborate on that. Um, what you were saying, meeting genuine people definitely outweighs meeting the fakes. It. I've met some amazing people sauce i talk to you on a personal level like i don't even talk to you about stream shit anymore it's you know we were talking before stream like about personal stuff going on in you know me and v's life and it's a friendship you will find those and it's it's a real friendship just because i've never met you in real life i've never tugged your beard or gave you a kiss on the lips or made it weird or anything it doesn't mean that it's not real it is you just made it weird come on dude it's sacred you had to make it weird but it is still a real genuine friendship and those are the relationships that i cling to and i hold on to the most being real what are you what was that i was (laughs) looking at my camera trying to make it
2: focus
0: (laughs) you guys are fucking legends what are you most proud of from 2021 on twitch I'm proud of
1: how many people in our community has hit their goals that they want to achieve. Like, I can't tell you how cool it is to see people that, you know, decided, Hey, I want to stream. They start streaming, they start building their own community. They hit their goals. And then you don't know like how, like that. I mean, you do know how it is because you do it too, but it, it's like an impossible feeling to describe like when, like the amount of joy and excitement I, I feel for those people that are doing that. Um, I think that's what I'm most proud of
0: this last year. I'm most proud of the vision Legion straight up just the community, not even myself. We, me and the Kraken started this and we didn't know what it was gonna do, what it was gonna be, how it was gonna grow. If anyone was even gonna join. And when we started the Vision Legion in Discord and it is taken off, like people have left Discord and DM me and said, Bro, it is entirely too active. My phone doesn't stop going off. It's too much. I can't take. To hear like when I get those while people are leaving, I'm not even mad. Like that is something that I honestly enjoy the fact that our community is out there helping every other streamer in our community and out of our community reach their goals. That's, that's, that's huge. And my name's attached to that. Sacred vision, vision lesion. I mean, it's not rocket science, but to see people out there noticing what the community's doing is a great thing. I mean, the sauce bottle is just to, I mean, watching the sauce bottle do the same thing. Like it's amazing to be, just even grouped with those people. I do have a very serious question. Um, I'm going to let sauce and bearded answer this. I'm curious as if you guys started streaming to show off how good you were at a game and had great vibes, or did you run and start streaming to help people as well as be someone that people can look up to in that aspect of, you know, of being a streamer. I think I did it
3: more in the beginning just because like, honestly, like, I was depressed. Like, I wanted somebody to talk to. I wanted people to talk to. Um, like, I wanted to meet people and things like that. Um, and like, if anybody was struggling with anybody, help somebody. I mean, that I think it would really be more to help somebody than it would be my gameplay. Cause yes, my gameplay is good. We all know it. Anywho. Um, but I would rather help people over sitting there showcasing my gameplay all day long.
0: I, I'm going to because I have a short answer. Um, It definitely wasn't my gameplay because I'm a fucking bot. I wanted to interact with new people playing the same game that I was playing. That's that's why I started streaming. Interaction.
1: Yeah, I started streaming. Uh, well, obviously, it's because I'm cracked and I wanted to show you guys that I'm kidding. I suck at games. But the reason I started streaming is actually kind of selfish. Like I was I don't like playing games by myself. I hate it with the passion of a thousand red hot fiery suns. I like people. I like building relationships. That's something I've always liked. Now, I don't I still don't think I'm someone that you should look up to or anything like that. Like I'm just some dude that plays video games in his office and hangs out with some really cool people. Like there's nothing that's remarkable that changes me from you. Anyone could do this. That's the main thing. If you have a desire to do this, you can. And I want you to know that that is a possible thing that you could do if you wanted to. What makes my stream amazing, in my opinion, is the people that are here in chat that make it that way. So, that's how I feel about it.
0: Here's another question. What is the greatest piece of advice you have received as a small streamer? Do not give up. There's going to be good times. There's going to be bad times. Keep going. Build your brand. That's the best piece of advice I've ever received.
1: Turn your view counter off and stream like you're streaming to 20 or 30 people all the time.
3: Yeah, I mean, it would kind of have to be played off of what you said. Just never give up. I mean... I mean, I'm way smaller than you guys are, than you guys are. But I mean, I'm sitting here, I'm not giving up. I'm still doing what I can, streaming when I can. I mean, gotta make it work. I mean, if you wanna do it,
0: do it. Do numbers dictate your motivation to stream?
2: I'm gonna answer this one last. I mean,
3: for me being so small, uh, I don't think it really dictates me right now. Um It may be a different answer for you guys, but like starting out right now, it doesn't really dictate it for me. However, seeing more numbers does motivate
1: me more. It used to. Numbers used to dictate my attitude. And that's why I said a key thing that I learned. Best advice was turning off the view counter. I don't want to know how many people are in my stream. I don't need to know how many people are in here. As long as chats flowing, I know that there's enough people in here that I'm going to put on the best show I can possibly for. You need to be giving 110% effort no matter if there's one person in your stream or if there's 199. It doesn't matter. It needs to be the same amount of effort regardless. And that is something that it took me a minute to learn. Like I used to have like I have a very readable face. Like if I'm not happy about something, you could see I'm not happy about something. I'm not I don't hide things very well. So that is definitely something that used to bother me a lot was the numbers. So, you know, fuck them. Fuck numbers.
0: (laughs) And this is where sacred is a Debbie Downer. Numbers are very important to me, but here's why. I use numbers for my goals. I want to have so many followers by so many by such a such date. I want to have so many average viewers by such and such date. And I do that so I know how hard to push myself, how much I need to interact with other streamers, how much I need to push TikTok or Twitter, or, you know, how much I need to push to reach those goals. Chat, I am a chat streamer. I'm not cracked at any game. I'm really not terrible at any game I play, but I'm not cracked at, at the games I play. And I know that. I am a, tra- a chat streamer. I vibe and I feed off of my chat. If my chat is dead, my stream is dead. It's been noticed before and it's just the type of streamer I am. I the more hype my chat is, the more hype and and you know crazy and you know entertaining I'm going to be. But that's because I'm that type of streamer. The greatest advice I could give to anyone wanting to stream or being a small streamer, turn your viewer count off. If you're not like hype or crazy like me or, you know, a few other people on Twitch, turn your viewer counter off, go back and watch your VODs. If you can't watch your own VOD, no one else can. I know that sounds harsh and that sounds mean, but if you can't watch your own VOD, how do you expect people to watch your stream? Dictate and learn from your VODs where you messed up, where you can improve, what you did great. Always, always, always. Pick out more positives than negatives. If you pick out more negatives than positives, you're going to want to give up. You're going to get depressed, and you're going to get down about it.
1: That is great advice. Going and watching your VODs is super key to getting better at anything. Just like if you want to get better at playing football or playing baseball, you watch game film. Your game film is your VOD. Like You're seeing what you did. You can take notes on it see what you did well, that's super important. Like what you liked about your stream, because you can emulate that over and over and over and over and become the streamer that you want to be. Like you can ask Mama Saucy. I watch my VODs regularly, (laughs) not because I like listening to myself or looking at myself. I mean, that is a plus. But, you
0: know, it's super important to learn. Speaking on that, how do you guys feel about the support for support culture or follow for follow? Let's let's lump that in there as well. I think to an extent follow for follow is stupid. No, um, no, I disagree 100%. It's not to an extent follow for follow is stupid. They're blank. Okay, there you go. follows. They are blank and empty follows. They don't mean anything if they're not actually supporting you.
1: So I had a moment the other day in stream. Um, we had a, a nice little TikTok made of it and everything where someone came in my stream, asked me if I was going to support them. That was one of the first things they said that day. And uh I said, hey, that that's you don't really go into a stream and ask if someone's gonna support you. You go in to support somebody because you want to genuinely support that person, not because you expect something back from it.
0: So I'm, I'm interrup- not a fan.
1: I'm gonna interrupt support support. you
0: right there. And I apologize, sauce. I don't do this very much, but it happened today. TikTok. Love TikTok, amazing platform to get yourself out there, get your name noticed. Do you know how many DMs I got today for people asking me to go sub to their YouTube, sub to their Twitch channels, follow them, or asking me to join their Discord? Crack is not here. I guarantee you it was like six just today. Six different people. I will not respond to those. And I'm a very selfish person when it comes to stuff like that because I built my name by myself. I started just like everyone else did. Zero followers, zero viewers. I've built up everything that I have. I've built up my own Discord. I've built my own overlays. I've built my own sounds. I did everything myself, all my own emotes. I did it without help from anybody. You know what I did? I spent hours and hours and hours, so many damn hours on YouTube learning to do it myself. If you do not believe in your own brand or content, no one else will. The work that you put in is the work that you are going to receive. Follow for follow. Does not work. Those people that say, oh, I'll follow you and I'll come check you out. Where yet? you at? I ain't seen you. Does not work. It's an empty follow support for support. I'm not even going to touch support supports uh, sauce. That's, that's on you and bearded.
1: Like I said, I don't believe in follow for follow and support for support is bull crap to me too. If I want to genuine support you, I will go into your stream and I'll support you. Because I want to. Because you have great content. I'm not going to support you just so you'll come into my stream and hang out. I don't... Like, this might sound horrible, but I'm not hurting for a viewer bad enough that I have to go beg and watch your stream that I don't enjoy to get you to come watch my stream. Like, I don't care. At all. Like, I go into streams because I care about the person. That's important to me. Now, I do have a... Like I said, I enjoy going into the streams that I go into. Like I go into Bearded, Bearded Wonder's stream because I enjoy Bearded Wonder. He's a good guy. I enjoy his content because I enjoy him as a person. I go into your stream, you know, because I like the people that are there, Sacred. I'm kidding. I like your stream too.
0: <laughs> wow. What a douche canoe. Sauce, how many snaps have I sent you of your stream on my TV where I literally never say a word?
1: literally, uh, like
0: once every other day. Why? Cause sauce won't stop shouting me out. I'm not there to get shouted out. I genuinely enjoy his content. And it's the same thing with parrot King parrot King dude. Every single time I go in there, it's, he shouts me out and I'm extremely grateful because again, I look up to parrot King. That's not what I'm there for. I'm not there for the whole support for support shit. I'm there to enjoy my time there.
3: Yeah, I mean, Sager, I've told you time and time again that I'm I'm not here to take a viewer. I'm not here to get support from everybody in your community.
0: I'm here as your viewer, and whatever I get beyond that is a plus. Um, 100% facts. I had to tell this man, dude, start posting when you're going live in Discord, and he was like, no, I don't want to steal your viewers. No, I, I, I didn't want to post. Like post We system. had the
1: same discussion, same exact yeah. discussion um that he had to do that but we did the same thing and uh sacred you just got a shout out in my channel from wonder mama and bearded we just shouted you out a few minutes ago so uh (laughs) and a new said well you're gonna get a
0: shout out so take it and hush lily has a question is it better to focus on one game at a time or to play different games a lot i feel like i'm always playing different games on every stream
1: what do you want to do that's the important thing. You play what makes yeah. you happy. If you want to play Warzone, play Warzone. If you hate Warzone, don't play Warzone. If you want to play Warzone today and you want to play Halo tomorrow, play Warzone today and Halo tomorrow. It doesn't matter.
3: That's that's um, advice I've got from other people as well. It's kind of a lot of people say play one game, build your community off of that. Well, if you if you just build your community off of that, what if you want to go play another game one day, like a year later
1: down the road? I mean, (laughs) I tell you all the time I see people that are Warzone streamers that play a different game and they have half or less of the people that normally watch them and they're watching because they build a community on one game and the community didn't want to follow them over to that game because eventually the game you play is not the content that is the media you use to make content. The content is the person that it's.
0: Is streaming. You are the content. I agree and firmly disagree at the same time. Here's why. If you are zero to three months into streaming, we're talking three months, 90 days, play the same game on stream. That doesn't mean off stream you can't play other shit. By all means, play whatever you want to play, but on stream, play certain shit up until three months. After that, one day a week of your schedule start branching off to different games. And you do that because it's easier to find communities that way. You're not so involved in so many different things, you know, so many branches that you get overwhelmed. But 0 to 3 months play one game. After 3 months, it's your schedule, build it the way you want to build it. Play what you want to play. I have a schedule. Dude, how how fucking often do I follow my schedule? My schedule says I'm supposed to be playing like Destiny something right now. What the fuck am I doing? what i want to do i mean
3: i mean i've played i played cod for the last probably three months roughly and then i started streaming ncaa i started i mean kind of incorporating that in a little bit but also still going back to warzone
1: because that's what i play competitively so i'm going to disagree a little bit with you sacred i don't think you have to play the same game for three months or one month or however long you want to I think the way you build a community in the beginning is by being active in other communities and building friendships because just like let, let's use the sauce bottle for instance, because that's what I know. And that's what I am. We have people in here that play different games and because their friends go into their other people's streams and hang out in those streams. That's the start of your community right there is your friends that you made in other communities. So as long as you've done that, you can play whatever the fuck
0: you want. I could yeah and you're going to have people there. I and you know sauce I completely understand where you're coming from on that. But I'm just saying like with someone that doesn't have people like us, you know, a very helpful medium streamers that they admire, look up to that are willing to give that advice. So they are not overwhelmed, start off with just the one game for now. And then like well if you if you if you have experience with streams and stuff, then yes, by all means, play what whatever you want to play, but I'm talking like no experience, no anything, then yes, I would play one game. Sauce McSaucey. What are our podcast goals for 2022?
1: We're coming for you, Jim Rogan. We're coming. We're going to be the number one podcast on Spotify. I'm kidding. We're not going to do that probably, but we're going to continuously have this podcast up and running, make content that we're proud of, And grow this podcast to as big as we can by the end of the year. That is the goal. I think a good number that I want to shoot for. I think if we can get a thousand listeners. That would be a hellaciously awesome year.
0: That's a good goal. It's a good goal. Um, My goals for the podcast are to entertain as many people as possible. Whatever number that might be. But at the same time, help as many people as possible um last week we had a or last last year i'm sorry we had um a twitch partner on the podcast and this week we have bearded i'm sorry i don't mean to put it this way but we have a no-name streamer on twitch this is what we enjoy doing it's not oh we're gonna pick the biggest streamers we can to come on the show to help us that's bullshit that's not what me and sauce are about ever it's the best content and the best entertainment for everyone. Bearded Wonder is cracked at COD. That's why we asked him to come on. He's a newer streamer to, to Twitch, newer streamer to Twitch. And we think that he would be amazing to have on the show. Like I, me and Sauce talk to Bearded all the fucking time. Like he's funny. He's great. He's amazing. He's a good guy. He's helpful to everybody. And I want to continue that in 2022, helping everyone we can.
1: But like I said,
2: um we're we're coming for that top spot, sir.
0: Absolutely. Bearded, um we're going to ask you what would you like what what are your goals to for FBB in 2022? I know you're not a permanent member of FBB, but what would you like to see Fat Bearded and Beautiful accomplish in 2022?
3: I honestly just want to see y'all succeed and just keep growing. I mean, Y'all done well up to this point, and we are just going to keep doing well. I mean, y'all have funny content. I mean, y'all bring all these guests in, and they always have something to offer, something different. I mean,
0: I just want to see y'all keep growing. That's all it is. Lily said we're changing our name from Fat Bearded and Beautiful to the Backwards Hat Squad, because literally all three of us have Backwards Hats right now. Don't judge me, cat. Don't judge me loving yourself and doing what you love for you and no one else sauce. Would you care to elaborate on topic number nine?
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but I think what I meant by that was when you're streaming, I know that we stream for our communities to enjoy it as well, but you need to stream for you. Like you need to find what you're passionate about, what you enjoy and do that, and not focus on what is going to get me the most viewers, or is my community really going to like this
0: game? Like, you need to focus on what That's, you like. That right there, Sauce. I wish you would have gave me that advice in November because that advice right there would have helped me the last two months because I suffered. And Sauce, you know, because I've talked to you about it, I suffered. Are they going to enjoy this? Are they going to like this? Are they? Are they? Are they? Not sacred, not Sean. Are they? streaming needs to be about you first. Your mental health first. Your health first. Your feelings first. Your emotions first. The
2: community comes after that.
1: I can't tell you how supportive the sauce bottle was today. Obviously, we talked about earlier what was going on in my life. Um they were literally telling me like if I don't want to play games today, I don't have to. If like it was literally just like I love my community, but it was apparent today how much they care about me as well, and I think that's it's 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 crazy to think about. Like, like I knew that they cared about me, obviously, but the level in which that they care about me
0: became more apparent today. We're one big community. We might be labeled differently, but. I've, I've came to sauce about a lot of problems and sauce can always come to me about any one of his problems. I don't care what it is. And the fact that our communities, we're having bad days. Cause I've did those streams before sauce. You were actually in there where I went live and I was completely down and destroyed. And what made me feel better? Our communities guys streaming and sauce. You're going to disagree. Everyone can start streaming, but streaming isn't for everyone. Think about it. You'll have to find the meaning for yourself. But streaming can help so many things. The interaction can be the world's greatest medicine. And when people are going through rough times, like what Sox is going with or going through today, that community stepping up and helping them is the greatest feeling in the world. It really is from experience. What about staying consistent and motivated?
1: I think sometimes we all have the um, the human nature to kind of let your foot off the gas a little bit and kind of coast for a little while and be like, oh, well, this is easy or I don't need to do that because I'm here or such and such. And then you end up falling behind a little bit and you lose a little motivation because you're like, well, I was there. Why am I not there now? Things like that. Like, So I think having a consistent approach And keeping your mentality, what it needs to be, is the key to growing on any platform. And that being putting out TikToks every single day that you need to put out. Putting out, like tweeting, going live, making content, giving 110% during that content. Um, I just think that's super, super crucial. And you can't let yourself go on autopilot.
2: Yeah, I I
0: honestly couldn't agree more. Um, It's hard to always stay motivated, and it really is. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit and I'm not going to lie to you and say, oh, motivation is great. Um, Yeah, that's, that's not always the case. If you are not giving your stream what it deserves, don't go live. Do not hit that button because it will affect you. Your stream will know it. Trust me, I am just recovering from not being motivated for two months. And just kind of autopiloting my last two months of streaming. And it I have suffered from it. Um, viewership has dropped. My stream knew that something wasn't right. People off stream messaged me. Are you okay? And yeah, I'm great. I'm fine. If you're not motivated, find what motivated you to begin with and hold on to that. Motivation and consistency is key in doing this and what we do. So
1: wise man once said might've been a wise woman. I don't really know,
0: but they once said it's hard to
1: see the forest due to the trees because when the problem is right here in front of you, sometimes you can't see the whole thing. Like it's super important to be able to kind of set, take a step back and reevaluate what's going on. Like the first thing that we talked about, what motivated us to stream? We all said people, Like being able to build a relationship with somebody, those connections, that's what we need to all focus back on is enjoying every single connection that you're able to make.
0: You know, that, that fits perfectly with my message of the day today. That's on my stream. We delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve that, that beauty that was said by Maya Angelou. Uh, lastly bearded this is this is for everybody but i'm gonna ask you first what is the importance of making sure you're always giving your stream 110 percent? i mean it's always important like
3: if you're not giving your stream 110 percent, what are you doing i mean why are you there if you're not giving 110
2: percent? i mean that's really what i have
1: i mean sauce the important thing is you never know when someone is going to be going to your stream that really needs you to be that person for them. Like you don't know what people's lives are like off of what they tell you in the stream. Like obviously somebody can tell me whatever they want in stream and I won't believe them because I believe full heartedly because that's what I do. But it could be the only little bit of happiness that they have or joy and excitement is that they get to go into your stream, hang out with your community And that is their highlight of the day. And if you're not giving that person 110% at the end of the day, how does that make them feel? How does that make you feel that you're not giving that person 110%? There's also people that come in fresh. And even if you watch your little view counter, it's not 100% accurate all the time. Like it doesn't instantly tell you when somebody joins. It takes time to update and let you know someone's in there. But in that time that it takes to update, if you're not already giving it 110% making good content that they're interested in watching, someone's going to know if they want to watch you within the first 30 seconds of looking at you and seeing what's going on on stream or what's going on in chat. And if it's nothing, then nothing's happening.
0: (laughs) Do you have a question? What are are our thoughts on sub-only chat? I'll let you answer that, Bearded.
2: Um, I mean, I say
3: it's kind of, I could see follower only maybe, but still to an extent, like what if somebody new is coming in they want to talk to you or something like that? Uh, maybe they have something going on kind of like sauce said, what if they don't, what if they forget to hit the follow button immediately and they still want to, they want somebody to talk to Um, I think follower only, sub only kind of. It's kind of pointless to a sense, but also I can see why major streamers do it to kind of, those those major streamers that do interact with their chat um, so that they can slow chat down and get to most of the chat that they can.
1: Yeah, sub-only chat is only acceptable in cases where they have so many people in stream that it's impossible to even see it. Like Tim the Tatman, if he had sub only chat on, that's fine. He's not going to read your chat anyway. And if you're subbed, is what it is. I think requiring someone to follow you to talk to you is ridiculous. No one owes you a sub. It's your job as a streamer to earn the sub from them. That is.
0: you You don't have $5 a month?
1: I saw that TikTok today. (laughs) I'm not trying to make anyone do anything like that, right? Like, I don't think sub-only. I think sub-only chat is only good for those high, high people as well. Like, people that are normal streamers that can actually do it.
0: Like, yeah, Yeah, like, dude, we're no one. I don't personally know anyone that is even remotely ready to to have that discussion with me. Oh, I have sub-only chat. Dude, get the fuck out of here. You're a douche.
1: Yeah, that's definitely how I feel about that. Follower only doesn't even make sense. Like, I will not raid someone that has follower only chat on because I don't think that my community should have to follow somebody
0: in order to talk. I do have another question. Do you consider someone tabbing you and five people up at the same time but never talking or interacting in chat, actually supporting or not?
2: Well, I will tell you only two of those count. Yeah, only two of those
0: count. And it depends on whose volume is higher. I will say this. I love you. I love you guys. I love my community. I love the people that come in here and view. um, And I appreciate every single lurk. There are circumstances where you have to lurk. And I get that. But if you feel like you have to come into my stream just to lurk, just to be seen, please don't come in my stream you don't you don't have to do that i would rather have 3 people in my in my stream talking than have 20 people 17 of which are lurking i it in a way yes it is supporting especially people trying to make affiliate so yes that actually does help but once you after you hit affiliate if your chat's dead but you got 50 viewers it doesn't matter i mean cuz your chat's dead
1: Obviously, we've we've had this discussion before. Um, I, I love having my lurkers because I, I stream during the day a lot, which a lot of people work during the day. So they have me on their second monitor normally while I'm doing whatever. So they have a little bit of sound, but they're not really paying attention and able to type in chat the entire time until I say something that sparks their interest. And they're like, oh, I have to answer that or I have to say something to that. Um, that being said, I don't think tabbing up five people or tabbing up people just to tab them up makes sense. Like, unless they're trying to hit goals, like an affiliate goal, or if someone's on like a partner push or something like that, that they need the number for that makes sense. But there's no reason that you should just tab me up and then walk out the, out the house for no reason. Like it's, I don't care. It's fine. Thank you but it's not something that's going to make or break me. And if you're doing it to farm channel points to make me take hot sauce, I don't like you, (laughs) but I do still love you.
0: Agent Texas 93 said, if I have five tabbed, I'm talking in all five. I think the max that you can honestly have from the same IP address is three after three, they, those views no longer count from Twitch wow this has been fun is there anything anyone and i mean anyone whether it be my chat sausage chat anything that anyone would like to bring up now is the q a section for all uh stoke guy 33 said what's the best way to network we honestly have tap we get this question a lot we have tackled this question a lot um I will say this. The best way to network is to go into your recommended page, go into streamers about your size. So if you're average five viewers, go in somebody sitting at in between five to 10 viewers and get to know that streamer. Don't mention your stream. Don't bring up anything. Do not self promo. Do not self promo. It's a no, no go in there and be genuine. Get to know them. Get to know their community. Get to know their content. Do that. Two days a week, and people will, it's the same thing I tell people joining Discord. If you want to make affiliate, don't go in there and post your link consistently because nobody's going to watch you. Nobody knows who you are. Chat with people. Get to know people. That is how I network. I get to know people. I don't just go in there with the expectation of pulling their views because I'm not about poaching viewers. Get to know people. That's my, that's my opinion. I'll let Sauce tackle it next.
1: I think I want to change the name of networking to go make a friend like that. That's all it is. You're going to make a friend. Leopold Kane here in my chat just said, just be yourself and be a part of a community. That's it. Go be a part of a community. Go find a community that has a streamer that you think is pretty fucking lit and go say hi and hang out and be friends. that That's all it is. Like, I can't tell you the amount of people that I have formed friendships with. In the last 10 months of streaming, like it, it's insane the amount of people that I've formed friendships with, and I'm so lucky to to have those relationships with these people, even people that don't stream like like a new here. He doesn't stream, but he is probably one of the coolest, most sincere people that I've met, not to you know hype up anew or anything.
0: But- I will say this. I notice. I you guys don't think I do, but I go in there and I see who's in my stream. I see the people. Bro, Anu is in so many of my streams and never says a single word. Never says he genuinely goes in there, watches, and just hangs out. Like that is awesome. You're gonna have those types of viewers that don't say anything, but they're in every single stream watching. There is a ton of different ways to support streamers. There really is.
2: I mean, honestly, how I met you guys was, I mean,
3: I think it was, I played in your customs, Sacred, and then uh, I, didn't, I didn't think anything about yeah. it, and I came, I came back the next weekend.
1: Did you play and,
0: in my customs, or did you own in my customs? More like owned in
1: your customs, but, you know.
0: I remember that day. You won two games.
1: Did two everyone letter. think that he was hacking?
0: Yes, everybody was like, who is this guy? I called him. But to be fair, anybody that kills me is hacking. So that's That is a toxic gamer trait. <laughs> if you kill me, you're hacking. I don't care if you're a bot, you're fucking hacking, bro.
3: But yeah, I mean, I came in that first week. Everybody kind of accused me of hacking. And I was like, yeah, whatever. So I came back the next week and uh actually joined the Discord. And I think I played a couple games with Sacred. And uh, after that, it's just been the last, what, probably four or five months, Sigurd, something like that, um, that, I mean, now
1: we're to the point where we talk pretty much every day. I mean, we just get to know somebody. Uh, Wonder Mama said Bearded is hacking, exclamation point.
0: Bearded's not hacking. He's, like, showed me his task manager. He's not hacking.
1: <laughs> anu said, yes, he is definitely hacking. <laughs> hacks confirmed
0: hold on hold on i knew i know you can hear me do you even play cod i can't confirm he has it downloaded wow mrs mrs bearded just said and he'd rather talk to y'all than me but i'm happy he has you oh thank you mrs bearded mrs bearded hi
2: she's watching football anyways don't tell me the score That's why I'm, like, done looking at my phone now because
0: I don't want to know the score. I just hope Alabama is getting beat. My chat's going off. Bearded is hacking. Bearded. Oh, wait. Jealous of me. Bearded ain't hacking. He's just better. Lily, he showed me the task manager. Oh, here's a good question. Sauce, you're a big TikTok guy. I Thank you, Stoked Guy 33 I won't lie. I'm starting to hate TikTok for posting game clips. Sauce, how do you feel about game clips on TikTok?
1: Game clips on TikTok should be limited. You're not, it's not about game clips on TikTok. You, if you're posting a game clip, it's got to be like super fucking crazy to post it to go viral. You have to put yourself out there. Like, it's videos of you, your face as a person is what's going to get more attention in order to build things. Like Leopold Kane said, TikTok is where I found you. And, like, that, that's literally like I. A good chunk of the people that have come in have seen me on TikTok. Wonder Mom is one of the people who came in from TikTok. I met Sacred on TikTok. Like, it, it's a thing. TikTok is super important and super key. But if you're wanting to put game clips up, if you don't know what hover is, go check it out hover.gg. Is a app designed for game clips that links directly to your Twitch account. So that is better.
0: Nice. Stoke guy thirty three, the same guy that asked this question, posted a a game clip last night, and he tagged me. He didn't just he tagged at Sacred Vision hashtag Dual Challenge. He posted some pretty nice movement in Caldera, you know with. Talking about how he's from Texas and Texas is better. So Saker responded with, uh, you know, the two of the get the fuck out of my lobby clips, you know, with the bitch, I'm from Louisiana. I'm from, from, from Louisiana. You know, I had to hit him back because Texas, Louisiana were neighbors. I, I had to hit him back with that stuff like that. It's fun. It's good content. That sort of stuff, yes, but I would stick to one game clip TikTok a week personally. I agree. Like I said, I have a couple
1: decent. TikTok clips, but most of it's going to be straight on forming a relationship and being on camera is super huge. I don't know. Like there's some statistic. I can't tell you how much, but there is more communication from body language than there is from actual speech. Sauce, so. to be
0: fair, you have a sparkling fucking personality, and it shines bright on TikTok. But you pop, you pop up on my TikTok, FYP, more than any other person I know. You and Bowtie53, Bowtie is a thirst trap. That boy is always posting thirst TikToks. It works for him. He gets those ladies in there. He's, he's got way more of a following than I do. And then right after Bowtie, here we go with Sauce with his bubbling fucking personality. You know what? Fuck you, Sauce. Why don't I have a bubbling personality? Maybe I was born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. (laughs) I'm going to fucking go with the Maybelline. Oh, my God. Lily said, turtle sex TikTok gets me every fucking time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mama Saucy over here said, I met sauce on Tinder. True story. Met my wife on Tinder on Valentine's Day.
0: Here's a question. Jealous of me. 87 says, do you guys make your TikToks from your phones or on your PC and edit them, then post them?
1: On my phone. I don't edit anything on anything other than TikTok. I think that TikTok was designed to be easy to post from your phone for a reason. That's the type of content it is. It's content that anyone can make on their phone. If you go too edited and too detailed in it, it gets it loses that charm and that quality that makes it a TikTok. Now, if I'm posting something to, if I'm making a YouTube video, I'm not doing that on my phone. I'm doing that and recording it and then editing it. But something like a TikTok, no. TikToks, I make like six within a 30-minute period and have them in my drafts
0: to post. So, Sauce, you said you and Mama Sauce you met on Tinder, correct? That is Affirmative and bearded you and Mrs. Bearded met on Bumble, correct? That is correct. Maybe I'm the ghetto one in the bunch. I met cracking in a fucking bar.
1: It's all right, old head. It's all right.
0: <laughs> uh, stoked guy, what a uh, stoked guy wants to know what about expand? What is expand?
1: expand.gg it is a site that is similar to Hover and Facebook having a baby and working together. Um, You have different communities that are on there, but you're able to post statuses just like you were posting anything else. Um, You like people's posts, comment on them, things like that. But whenever you're live, it has a big red button on it that says live. They click on that, it goes directly to your Twitch and they can watch you directly from there. I recommend going on there and uh giving it a shot. If you guys do not have X Band and you need a link for it, let me know and I will uh I will gladly give you my sign up link.
0: Bearded I have a question to just Bearded Wonder from Sacred Vision. What's you got? Someone that doesn't have a community like you, you know, you have been gifted, you know, with sauce bottle and vision legion. What's the best piece of advice for people trying to get their names out there? If they aren't cracked at said games. I mean, honestly, like
3: I know people that are the same size as me that have progressed faster than me. Um, More so because they're comedic. Um, Not because of their gameplay. Um, I mean, If you aren't cracked at a
2: game, I mean, if you aren't funny, I mean, you just have to find friends that are willing to help you out and believe in you.
3: And that's really all it is. I mean.
0: Um, Sauce, I'm going to let you tackle this one. This one's from Jealous of Me87. I... Yes, I feel it's hard for me to build a community due to my awkwardness on Cam. How would you battle or magnify Cam awkwardness? Embrace that shit. Be as awkward as you fucking want to be.
1: Like, I am an awkward-ass motherfucker 92% of the time. Like, sometimes I'm cool, but it's it's very rare. <laughs> That's what people are going to love about you whenever they are in your streams. You're quirky. You're different. You're not trying to be Sauce saucy. You're not trying to be Sacred Vision. You're not trying to be Just Bearded. You're not trying to be Tim the Tatman. You're trying to be you. If that's what you are, you're awkward, own that shit.
0: I've been actually called toxic by people that have left my community. We're not going to throw names, but I talked to sauce about it. Sauce goes sacred. You're not toxic. You're very opinionated. And do you honestly think I'm going to stop fucking being opinionated? Nope. 35 years old, almost 36. It ain't going to change. I'm still going to voice my opinions. Good, bad, right, or wrong. But. The one good thing about me is if I'm wrong and you can prove me that I'm wrong, I will admit that I'm wrong. I do admit I'm wrong all the time. Not everyone is going to find you entertaining or not everyone is going to love you. There are going to be people that embrace the awkwardness and they're going to be people that are like, okay, this dude's fucking awkward. I'm out. Your community matters more than what everyone else thinks about you. Hate. Hate exists in this world
1: no matter what you do no matter how good you are nothing you know tom brady one of the arguably best quarterbacks of all time you know how many people hate that motherfucker
0: Drew breeze is better I'm that's brady great sucks.
1: that's great but guess what he doesn't care he still has a supermodel and some super bowl rings more than anybody else right the thing is you're gonna be hated no matter what you do for certain things. So just embrace it. <laughs> like I'm a big dude. I posted a TikTok. Someone tells me I need to buy a treadmill instead of having an Xbox.
0: Oh my God, that really cool. happened. Don't I care. That, that happened. And I showed Kraken. Oh, Kraken almost got unleashed on Sauce's TikTok. And then I had to remind her, baby, this ain't my TikTok. This is sauce's TikTok. Oh, it was almost bad. Oh, it was almost bad. He
1: said, No matter what you do, there will be hate and there will be opposition. It doesn't matter. You just let that shit go. Who fucking cares? I'm not going to waste my time being upset or angry at somebody that I don't give a fuck about. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, their opinion of me means zero.
3: You know how many many times people come into my chat after I killed them in a game and say... You're terrible and all
0: this other shit <laughs> daily. <laughs> you know how many people come in my chat and accuse me of hacking? None, because I'm a fucking bot. Bro, I am a bot and I
1: get accused of hacking like
0: once a game. To be like, fair, I, it's usually when I'm playing against Sacred. The the day that Deadly FPS dropped forty one kills in rebirth, I got two different people that came in my chat and was complaining that he was cheating and I made him legit go live and bring up his taskbar and show his gameplay. They left after that. Any words of wisdom Bearded, as an up-and-coming streamer? Back to what I said earlier, don't give up. Just so keep fucking, going. So fucking simple. Like, this is why we asked him to come on. It's not like, you know, Confucius say, no, nah, <laughs> don't, don't give up.
1: I learned from a very smart man one time. Who's now partnered on Twitch named Nasty Natty Gaming? When I first started streaming, I went into his stream and I asked, Do you have any tips for somebody who's starting to stream? He told me that every single day someone stops streaming. You go a little bit higher up that board, that browse section, because someone above you quits. So be the last one standing. Don't quit. Keep working, keep making your content better. Watch your VODs, see what you did better, or see what you did bad, see what you did good. Emulate the good stuff. Watch streamers you want to be kind of like. Take something that they're doing, apply it to your own stream. That's what you do to get better. I do it every single day. I watch other people stream, and I'm like, oh, that's fucking good. I'm going to do that. Because that's how you get better. If someone knows how to make a better cookie than
0: me, I'm going to learn how to make that cookie. Because I like cookies. Bearded Banger said, my main thing that, not awkwardly, but attracts me to being and staying in a stream is interaction with the viewers. I understand if you're in the middle of a gunfight or whatever, but I've been in people's streams trying to interact and ask questions, even followed and got nothing, just ignored. So, for all the small streamers out there that are in my chat talking about how dead their chat is, do not stop paying attention to your chat because there's going to be a time. Where somebody's going to come in and talk to you and you're so focused on your gameplay, you're going to lose that viewer. Yeah, I've been in tournaments where I've had new people come in. I mean, I've had it to where
3: y'all have rated me right before a tournament have, has started. And, I mean, it, sometimes it gets to the point where I can see everything and then the tournament starts and I'm locked in. And then in between games, I'm sitting there acknowledging chat, catching up on what I missed. I mean. If there's a follow or something come through, I usually read that immediately. But if it's a chat and it's just rolling, then I can't get
0: to everything immediately because I'm playing competitively. So let me ask you this tournament stream is streaming. Is it a good or a bad thing? I mean, from a viewer aspect, it's a bad thing. In my
1: opinion, um, I think it depends on the person like there's going to be people that want to see that level of play. And understand that you're in a tournament. I think it's all expectations that you're setting for the viewer. And people that are watching competitive play. If you have that listed in there. Competitive tournament. They're going to be more forgiving of you not talking to chat as much. Whereas I am not competitive. I will die because I'm talking to chat. Because I value my chat over the game. Because that's just what it is. I don't make money playing this game. So, that is what's important to me. Whereas Anu said, I want to see sweaty plays. I don't care to talk in chat. That's completely fine. He loves to lurk. That is what Anu does. He lurks. He'll talk every once in a while, say something funny, and then go back to lurking and watching everything without talking. And then he'll ban anything that comes in because he's the best, one of the best moderators around.
0: So,. So it depends on the person, a, right? Essentially, if you're going to stream a tournament, make sure it is clearly known that you are in a tournament. Uh, when there's breaks or times in between, make sure you let your audience know that that's when you will be able to interact with with chat. I'm also, sure. kind of
3: another spin
2: on that.
0: Another spin on that is kind of so. A
3: lot of the tournaments I plan, you're required to stream. So, and another thing is. Some people aren't on their regularly scheduled streams and you can catch them off guard in the middle of a tournament stream. If you're normally somebody that comes in there and chats it up, you may not get the same recognition you do on a normal night. Like why well, they're just practicing, hanging out or doing whatever as you would a tournament night.
0: Bearded. This is your time to ask me and saucy any questions that you may have.
3: I don't really think I have any questions for you guys. I think I've already like,
0: just in general, asked them before. I mean, I'll get a text at two o'clock afternoon. Uh, hey, uh, how you do this? <laughs> this concludes this week's episode of Fat Bearded and Beautiful with our very special guest, Just Bearded Wonder. I am Sacred Vision. I'm Sauce McSaucy. So we'll see you
2: next week.